Hello, and welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast. I'm your host, Elisa Shuck. Whether you're going for that next promotion, looking for a job, or making a career pivot, I'll teach you how to navigate it all so you can have the career you want. Welcome to Love Your Work Life, episode 101. There was a point in my career, believe it or not, well into my career, where I got a job and it was actually my first cubicle job, I guess I would say. I was working in an office and it sounds weird that I'd be 20 plus years into my career and never worked in a cubicle before, but it actually did happen because I started out in retail And then I went into wholesale sales, which meant that I worked from home and traveled all around the country visiting customers. And when I co-founded a company, I guess in today's world, we would call it hybrid because part of the time I was working from home, part of the time I was traveling, and then I was going back to the home office every four to six weeks, and I had an office at the home office. So when I got a job working for a company where I sat in a cubicle alongside other people, it was kind of exciting for me because I really hadn't had that kind of regular interaction with other people, people around me all the time. And there was a piece of that that felt really good. Now, I quickly learned that the environment was one where I wasn't going to have the opportunities that I usually experienced to excel and grow. Because up to that point, I usually just threw something out there, an idea, a thought that, hey, I think I'd like to do that. And I got the promotion. I got the move, whatever it was. This kind of became clear pretty early that this wasn't going to be that kind of situation. It didn't deter me from continuing to do my best and put myself out there. But for someone who kind of always had a vision of what was next for me, it was a little bit jarring because I couldn't immediately see what was next. And there was a variety of reasons for that. It was a family-run business, and I quickly learned after I got there that all of the positions that I might have put my name in the hat for were filled with family members, and they probably weren't going to go anywhere. So I was a little stalled, thinking, oh, okay, there may not be anything for me here after I achieve everything I want to achieve in the role I accepted. And I don't know, maybe you feel that way too. Maybe you're feeling like, hey, I've kind of hit my ceiling. I'm kind of doing everything I want to do and it's not fulfilling anymore. It's a little bit boring. Or maybe you're just in a situation in a company that isn't offering opportunity, that isn't offering challenge. And maybe it doesn't have anything to do with them. Maybe it's just you. Maybe you've grown. Maybe you see something more for yourself and that something more isn't in the place you are right now. When this happens, 
you have a decision to make. Because at some level, you are responsible for your career. And of course, I'm not talking about situations where people are underserved or there are zero opportunities or you find yourself in a toxic work environment. I'm not talking about those kinds of things. But what I am talking about in terms of you taking responsibility for creating your career is to not dwell on those external circumstances. And the circumstance may be real. Someone else may have gotten promoted. Someone else may look different than you, may have a different background than you. All of those things may have been factors in why that person got promoted and you didn't. Listen, it's happened to me. I am fairly certain one of the reasons I didn't get promoted in my last corporate job was my age. I felt pretty certain about that because I knew I had the management experience, the leadership experience that the person who got promoted did not have. But my friend, dwelling on that does not serve you. Think about that again. The circumstance may be true. But does it serve you to focus on that as the reason your career is not going where you want it to go? And the answer is no. If it makes you feel defeated, if it makes you feel less than, if it makes you feel angry and frustrated at the system, then it is not serving you and your future. I want you to take that into consideration. It may all be true, and there's lots of stuff happening out there that isn't fair, that isn't just. But does it serve you to make that your reason for not making your move? That's why today I want to talk about career courage. You've heard me say, and maybe you've heard others say, that a belief is just a thought you keep on thinking. And if that is true of belief, then I say courage is just an action you keep on taking. Because belief happens in the absence of evidence. And you know what? Courage being actions you keep on taking over and over again in the absence of evidence And that is the definition of courage, is it not? You may not know how it's going to turn out. You may not know if your actions are going to result in what you want and what you imagine in your career. But you keep on showing up. You stay the course. You keep on going. You keep on taking the actions that you know to take that maybe have served you well in the past, or you're just, you're getting creative about new ideas and new actions to take. Here's what I do know about when you keep showing up, when you stay the course, when you stay courageous in your career, things have a way of falling into place. Obstacles start removing themselves. When I was in that other situation and I realized, ooh, okay, 
there might not be the advancement opportunities that I'm used to having here. So now you start asking yourself questions. You start getting curious. Ask yourself what if questions. And I'm talking about good what if questions, not the ones that end in negativity. What if it all went right? What if there was a possibility? What if my success actually can be replicated here? What if this isn't my forever job and there's something else out there for me? These are the kind of what if questions that I would love for you to start asking yourself because it opens up some space for possibilities. There are what if questions that will help you feel unstuck. Those are the questions that I'm gonna ask you to search for in your brain. Let's say that the what if leads you to thinking, okay, this might not be my forever job. (laughs) This might not be the job that I'm gonna have for as long as I thought I would. So from that point, you can actually start describing your ideal role. And I suggest you do this with as much detail as possible. This is helpful in so many ways because now you're giving your brain something to focus on, something to build. This is how things are created, my friends, because we imagine them first and then our brain starts helping us seek out the resources, the tools, the skills, everything we need to make that happen starts coming together. When you've described your next role, when you've even described a career roadmap with as much detail as possible, then you start getting curious and say, okay, what what new skills will I need to have to make this happen? What experience and skills will I repurpose? Another question to ask is, What do I naturally bring to a role? These are those essential skills. This is stuff that you just carry around with you every day and they show up for you and they help you find success and opportunity. They help you leverage your capacity to do jobs. These are you, how you're naturally wired. Look for those essential skills. Look for your natural way of being and behaving in the world and how do those things apply on the job. Another suggestion I have for you that I really love that I learned from Bob Proctor is when you figure it out, write it out as if you already have it. And the way Bob Proctor teaches how to do this is you write out your future goals in the present tense. And you write it out starting with, I am so grateful and happy now that I have a career. And you go beyond that and you talk about how your life has changed as a result of being in that situation as a result of being happy and grateful now that you have this. 
How's your life changed? How's it changed financially? How do, do you feel? What is the emotion that you have beyond feeling happy and grateful? Is it fulfillment? Is it satisfaction? Are you changing lives because of what you have done? How does this new career integrate your work with your values? All of those little longings that you have when you feel like your career just isn't measuring up anymore, dive into those things. Those longings, those ideas, those new ways of impacting people, organizations, and revenue, whatever it is, those are things that you can create for yourself, but you've got to start first with defining it for yourself. The definition of what you want will help you stay motivated, will help you continue with those courageous actions. Because think about it, if you've already achieved it, then you've already had all the courage you need to get there. Why not give yourself the feeling of having achieved it right now so that the courage comes up so much more naturally? It doesn't take courage to dream about someday. It does take courage to own it right now and to take actions towards it every single day. And you've been listening to me, you know, I'm not talking about big, big actions. Massive action can actually be that decision to do something, to sign up for that thing, to show up. Showing up feels like massive action because it's taking courage, then you're on it. Passive action is dreaming about it and never doing anything about it. Courageous action is doing. What does Yoda say? Do or do not. There is no try. Boy, if you just decided to live with that, to change your language even, and instead of saying, I'm trying to get a new job, I'm trying to pivot my career, I'm trying to get a promotion, and you change that to, I'm taking the steps I need to take to get a new job, I'm taking action towards my next career move, I'm investing in my future, that change of language is going to change from trying to courageous action. Action equals courage. Showing up equals courage. And what I truly believe, my friend, is that when you combine belief, the thoughts you keep on thinking, and courage, the actions you keep on taking, what you are thinking and doing relative to your next career move, relative to that dream you have about your career, it becomes inevitable. It really does. It's like when you plan a trip and you buy the ticket and the flight is scheduled, you know it's going to happen. When you buy the concert ticket, 
for the group that you've always wanted to see. And the date is coming. There's a certain inevitability because you took that action. Every single action you take, every single thought you think makes it inevitable. Just like you bought the ticket. That job that felt like I wasn't going to go anywhere, I moved out of the cubicle into the office. Because here's the thing. Things change. Obstacles move out of the way. When you keep showing up, you will get to do things. When I got promoted and I got moved to the office, I had the opportunity to speak in front of over 700 people as a leader in that company. I did it multiple times, actually. But the first time that I was going to be doing that, I realized the first time I envisioned myself doing that was way back in college when I was taking an art history class and the professor was standing on the stage showing us slides of art and talking about it. And I thought, wow, that is a cool job where I could have the opportunity to stand up in front of hundreds of people and talk about things that I know about and love and that I'm passionate about. When you plant a seed and you keep showing up, well, my friend, those things actually happen. You may not know when, but it happens. It's inevitable. I'm going to leave you with this final thought, something that I meditate on every day. And maybe this will be a mantra. Maybe this will be something that'll help you. Write this sentence down. Look at it every day. I create my own destiny and I am accountable for the results of my thoughts, decisions, and actions. You are responsible. Despite whatever is going on out in the world, despite unfairness and injustice and ageism and all of the things we're reading about, you're responsible for your thoughts, your decisions, and your actions. And that, my friend, is empowering. Focus on that. That is the thing that's going to move you forward no matter what is happening around you. I'll talk to you again next time. You are going to work 90,000 hours in your lifetime, minimal. So you might as well control it. You might as well enjoy it. You might as well do whatever you need to, to create a career that feels amazing. If this is you, if this is what you want, then I invite you to visit the Love Your Work Life website at elisashuck.com dash careercoach.com. On the site, you're going to find out how to work with me one-on-one, and you're also going to see how you can get access to Control Your Career, my monthly membership subscription. In the subscription program, you're going to get access to courses, coaching, Q&As, special events, all kinds of career development resources so you can create a career that you love. I can't wait to see you there.